0: Welcome to the latest episode of the Kanazawa University Nano LSI podcast. The Nano Life Science Institute at Kanazawa University was established in 2017 as part of the world premier institute research centre initiative of the Ministry of Education, Culture, Sports, Science and Technology, MEXT. Scientists at the Nano LSI are combining their cutting-edge expertise in scanning probe microscopy to establish nanoendoscopic techniques to directly image, analyze, and manipulate biomolecules for insights into mechanisms governing life phenomena such as diseases. This episode is dedicated to the publication of the book High Speed Atomic Force Microscopy in Biology by Professor Toshio Ando of the NanoLSI. Professor Ando is a biophysicist whose curiosity about how proteins function led him to develop high-speed atomic force microscopy. This is the first book on high-speed atomic force microscopy. According to its introduction, the book is intended for students and biologists who want to use high-speed AFM in their research. The book provides straightforward explanations of the principle and techniques of AFM, and high-speed AFM. Numerous examples of high-speed AFM studies on proteins demonstrate how to apply this new form of microscopy to specific biological problems. Professor Ando, welcome to the Nano LSI podcast. My first question is, why high-speed AFM? What uh, led you to start a career in this particular area of research?
1: Okay, long time ago, <laughs> uh, when I was a graduate student, uh, I was attracted by proteins and I wanted to understand how proteins functions. and uh, at the time, the you know, pe- major approach was uh, X-ray, crystallography and the EM and so on, so they wanted to know the structures. To understand the function. <laughs> yeah. But it was not so easy to understand function from structures. And, uh, you no, know, when I went to the U.S., uh, 1979, uh, you no, know, people's trends, you no, know, research trends was getting, you know, changed a little bit, you know, structure to more function, you know. Usually they wanted to know the structure in detail, but, uh, structure cannot tell much about function. So people wanted to know their function. Yeah, more function. So, so the people started using, uh, fluorescence microscopy. Fluorescence. To see the dynamic behavior molecules. Yeah. But, you know, the, this approach, Optical approach, you know, they can tell you the dynamic behavior of optical markers, you know, attached to proteins. So, yeah. So very indirect. So I wanted to know the more direct protein you know, uh, during their functional activity. Yeah. After coming back to Japan in 1986, I got a job here. And then I wanted to do very new, something very new, yeah. Then I learned the existence of FM, yeah. Before that, I didn't know anything about. Then, you no, know, I felt that uh, this FM is very, very maybe attractive, you no, know, for, the, or useful for proteins in the studies. So I made this conventional. FM combined with optical microscope. And uh, I was a little bit disappointed because it's slow, it's very slow, you know, just the static images uh, can be produced. So I soon decided to develop high-speed FM. Yeah. And uh, I, at the time I didn't imagine you know, this study will continue for many, many years, but uh, actually It continued nearly thirty years. (laughs) Yeah. So, so I developed high-speed FM, spending many years, uh, maybe fifteen years or so. Then I switched to the application of high-speed FM.
0: I see. Sounds like quite a journey. Can we talk about your book now? Um, It covers more than three hundred pages, eighteen chapters, talking about the basics and applications of high-speed. AFM, and the question is: Why did you decide to write the book? Writing a book can be a very long and painful process. Um, I'm wondering why you decided to take up the challenge.
1: Yes, uh, there are, you know, two or three reasons, you know, for this. First of all, you know, the publishers asked me to write uh, about ten years ago. Yeah, so I agreed to write. But I couldn't. <laughs> Actually, you know, as you said, uh, it is very, very painful uh, work, you know, to write a book, you know. So I couldn't. Then they asked me again, uh, four years ago. <laughs> yeah. That is a major reason for, for this. Second, you know, the, when I was asked in ten years ago, uh, you no, know, from publishers I thought the publishing a book on the topic of high speed fm would be very very useful for the this technique to be uh, disseminated you know, in the world and second of all you know, when I was asked again okay, four years ago high speed fM was already disseminated worldwide, and many people were using. However, the people using, but uh, they don't know the detail of the, this technique. You know. So maybe, so I thought the uh, maybe book will help uh, help them you know, to to learn more and to do better experiments. Yeah, you know. that is uh, you know, also the reason. Yeah.
0: And the readership, what kind of audience do you have in mind for this book?
1: Uh, you know, students, for instance, biology, biophysics, and other field, of so, uh, students, and the uh, researchers, and the engineers, uh, companies. This book is, uh, divided, the you know, content of this book is divided into two. One is a principle and method techniques of high-speed FM. Second part is you know, various application of high speed FM you know, to proteins. Yeah, course, the second part, you know, application can be very very useful for student or researcher in the field of life sciences. Yeah, and this can tell the people how to uh, what we can do using high speed FM or what we cannot do high speed FM. Yeah. And the first part you know very detailed of the technique the principle of high-speed FM I hope you know, this part will be read by you know these life science people also to understand the principle of high-speed FM but the major uh, targets of this first part is uh, engineers uh, who want to work not engineers not only engineers uh, but also the Uh, biophysicists like me, uh, who want to develop a method technique and so on. So so this part uh, describes very, very detail of these techniques involved in this microscopy. So this part will be very, very useful for biophysicists and also the engineers.
0: And how do you see High-speed AFM technology evolving over the next decade or so.
1: Okay, there are, I think, the, the two parts about that. You know, one is uh, you know, the you uh, the application. One is, uh, the other one is the uh, technique. Yeah. Okay, about techniques uh, of this microscopy. Okay, the current uh, highest possible imaging rate is about. Around 10 frames per second. Because it depends on the target, you know, samples, you know, uh, for large, you know, molecule or large structure, we need more time. Yeah, but uh, generally speaking, protein are small, you know, few nanometers so, yeah. so. So, so, highest possible imaging rate is uh, 10 frames per second. However, the, there are many molecules or more, more many phenomena that cannot be recorded at 10 frames per second. Much faster, you know. Then, so, my, so I envisage that high speed FM will be, be faster. Will become faster, you know. Uh, maybe up to, 100 frames per second. Yeah. Actually, you know, my group, my group, uh, we are now, you know, making effort for faster, uh, system. Actually, you know, we developed new techniques, not device, technique, operation technique or scanning technique, uh, which doesn't require, you know, the, the, uh, improvement of the devices, you know, instrumental devices. But this technique, you no know, this this new method, allows us to image at uh, 40 frames per second now. So if we combine this you know, new method with uh, instrumental device you know, improvement of instrumental devices, uh, we can achieve. 100 frames per second in the near future, maybe three to four years. Yeah, that is one. Second is uh, application. Only. Now you know many papers uh, have been publishing uh, in recent, I would say, five years. Yeah, already in total 300 papers are published. And, uh, no, nonetheless, you know, the, 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 there are many, many uh, proteins that have never been imaged with high-speed FM. So, I uh, so of course, I envisage that, you know, these untouched proteins will be imaged with high-speed FM. More and more, yeah, And, uh, I also indicated that the user of high-speed AFM will be increased very much. You know, already we have many users, but uh, we, we, I expect more, more users in the future. Yeah.
0: And finally, you spent your whole life working on high-speed AFM. Can you uh, imagine yourself doing having done something else? How did this? Uh, Particular area of research change your life? Well, no.
1: As I said, no. When I started uh, this, you know, uh, development, uh, I didn't imagine uh, I I would continue this study for thirty years. But actually, it did. <laughs> so life is changed by this, you know, success. Uh, if I didn't succeed, you know, the, maybe I tried other things. You know? <laughs> so, so in that sense, I couldn't try other things. You know, <laughs> that is one. And second, you know, the I'm very happy, you know, the, because you know the what I did contributed to the, the science. And uh, and also, you know, I would say, you know, the, before high-speed AFM, we couldn't see the molecules in action. It was a di- impossible. Therefore, we had to speculate, you know. Well, we, we might, you know, we have to imagine you know, how molecules are behaving. But now we can look at directly, you know. The, So, this is very, very, you know, the direct, uh, method, and uh, you don't need, uh, you know, the very complicated interpretation. The, the movie, the molecular movie can tell you, you know, what they are doing (laughs) directly, so. So, so this method actually contributed, certainly contributed to the progress of life sciences. Yeah. That's happy. Yeah. And personally, you no, know, I, I'm already 71 years old. Yeah. Usually, you know, we have to retire at 65. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still working here. Maybe this is because of the, this, you know, success of high speed Yeah. So, my life as a scientist is prolonged <laughs> by this, you know, study. Personally, this high-speed AFM changed my life.
0: Fantastic! Professor Ando, thank you for sharing some of the highlights of your journey in the development of high-speed AFM, a truly fascinating adventure. High-speed atomic force microscopy in biology is published by Springer, it is available as an ebook or in hardcover from the Springer Link website. The book has already had about sixteen hundred downloads as of recording this podcast. The text description of this podcast includes further information about the publisher's website as well as Professor Ando's research activities at the NanoLSI. Thank you for joining us and we look forward to your company again for the next episode of the NanoLSI podcast. Please visit the NanoLSI website for the latest information on the research activities at the Kanazawa University World Premier Institute.